Welcome to the Freedom to Coach podcast with Gemma and Makala. We're both coaches and entrepreneurs, passionate about teaching you how to set up and run your coaching business, create more time and manage your mind. Because you're changing the world one mind at a time. Hello and welcome to the Freedom to Coach podcast a podcast for coaches who are looking for more time and freedom in their businesses so they can keep on coaching. Hello and welcome to episode 55 of the Freedom to Coach podcast, email marketing revamped. Today you have, again, the terrible twosome here with you. Myself, Gemma, and the lovely Makala, who's laughing in the background. So we thought this was a really good episode to follow on from our last episode of how to handle tough financial times, rolling into the importance of email marketing. And we have one of our very first episodes, I think, maybe episode three we did on email marketing around about that. And yeah. I kind of feel like we've talked about it a few other times. As and we probably it, have. It is a bit of a favourite topic of ours. <laughs> it is. We are email marketing lovers over here for good reason, for especially. For good reason. Yeah. And especially now when we're thinking about, you know, things are getting a bit tougher financially. The best thing with email marketing, it's free. And once it's set up, it takes very little to keep it keep it rolling. That is so true. Um, you know, and we do have socials as well, which organic, you know, organic social media as well as also free. But, you know, Mick and I are very big believers of we never know what's going to happen with social media. We know websites come down we know the you know facebook blackouts and instagram blackouts and at any point they can be like you're barred see you later or someone could hack in and take over your account like it all happens we hear the stories yeah you know all, all of that over and over but the best thing with the email marketing is that's your little bit of the internet it's your list it's your thing to do with it as you wish so that is another benefit as well you know I I haven't heard of someone coming in and taking someone's email marketing software that I know I have to say like you hear about people breaking into you know people's email accounts Mm. yeah 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 and obviously the social media things and websites but yeah I have I have to admit I have not Mm. heard one instance of someone's subscriber list being yeah. um hacked or taken over. No. So yeah. Let us know if we're wrong, if you've heard something that we haven't. But yeah, it if it certainly hasn't made it to, you know, the mainstream business media. Yeah, no, definitely not. So as far as we're both aware, still very safe. <laughs> And it's yours and no one will come get it as far as we know. (laughs) (laughs) So, Mick, why don't you tell us a bit about email marketing and why you love it? Give give us its benefits. Are you comfortable? Are you ready? I am very ready. I'm very comfortable. Okay, here we go. So why I love email marketing. Well, 
as I said before, once you've set up your email marketing um, funnel and platform, it just keeps working for you without you having to lift a finger. There's various different ways of setting it up, but the simplest thing like as a coach is to create a little like break off a little portion of your main offering, whatever it is that you do, and offer that up to people as a lead magnet. And a lead magnet is the thing that you give away for free in order to get people to sign up to your email marketing list. So, you know, it could be top five tips on how to avoid overwhelm. You know, that's something really broad, but whatever your niche is, it can be really, really super simple. It could be a couple of short videos teaching people techniques on how to solve or overcome or whatever it is that your niche is. It doesn't need to be anything really big or overwhelming. It just needs to be something relevant to your people, to your audience. And basically you just offer that as a thing and you get people to sign up. So signing up meaning giving you their email address. And I always recommend also asking for their first name. Um, and they run through a little nurture funnel. So what that is, is just a few emails that you send out over time. Again, the length of the funnel, the timing of the emails, all that depends on who your audience is, what their life is like, what their habits are like, all that sort of thing. Um, and the whole point of the whole thing is to build the know, like, and trust factor. So through receiving your emails, which are chock full of value, which, you know, are giving them what they need, driving them towards an understanding of why they need to work with you, they're getting to know you. They're getting to know who you are. They're getting to know what you do. They're trusting. Like you give them little pieces of things that they can try out for themselves to see that you know what you're talking about and what you do works. Yeah. And so, you know, you set that up once in your email marketing platform and then it does its thing. You promote your lead magnet, people sign up for it, and your email sequence that you've set up does the hard work for you. Now, don't expect it to turn your subscriber into a client. Like, don't expect that to happen. It's once upon a time used to, but mm. in the current climate, that's not going to happen. Mm. But the beauty of it is that it's building the relationship yeah. with the client and it's building it in a way that is not heavy on you and your time and your energy. Mm -hmm. And like, that's the beauty of email marketing. Then you've got that person. And when we send an email, we land right in someone's inbox. Your name appears in someone's inbox. When you post on social media, you're, if you're lucky, your post will end up somewhere in their scroll, if you're lucky. And hopefully it might catch their eye and they might stop and read it. But an email actually lands in someone's inbox mm. and they need to make a decision about what to do with it, whether they read it, whether they ignore it, or whether they open it. The fact of the matter is they've seen your name and you've gone to top of mind for them. Mm. Totally. 
So there you go. That's my little spiel of what it is and why it's amazing. Glad I was sitting down for that. <laughs> oh, I love it. And, yeah, I, I I really like that actually. Um, I've never thought of it that way. It, it, it really is. Yep. I need to make a decision yeah. of what to do with it so you are being thought about, you know, whereas when you're scrolling through, there's no thought made really. It's just like, oh, my finger's going up, my finger's going up. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. it's like, and it's not names that capture your attention. Yeah, in yeah, scroll. yeah. It's images. Yeah, totally. So, but, you know, in your inbox, the name's right there. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's amazing. Um, And, of course, you know, uh, aside from all of that, let's not forget what we get out of all of that as well, you know. Now, yes, they are there to generate sales. Is that really high and happening at the moment? Not so much, right? But that is what it's there for and they can do that, you know. It's not magic. (laughs) That's what that is what we're there for and and using email marketing for, you know. So a lot of people aren't really taking advantage or let their, you know, emailing slide. And, you know, you could be missing something that you just never know. That one person may be like, oh, yeah, I need that, right? Or even as much as them replying to your email mm. is huge right? So you know they're there, you know they're interested. So you just never know what's going to happen. Um, And I always say as well, you know, marketing is patience. Actually, I'm going to reframe that. Good marketing is patience. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't, you know, and we know we're stuck with everything on the internets at the moment of everyone making a million dollars in less than 1.2 seconds, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, we're ignoring that. You know, like an episode we did with the old school marketing, right? Good marketing is patience. Your emails are there to nurture, to create that relationship. That's what good marketing is. And in two years, if someone's like, oh, that person that's been landing in my inbox once a month, I need that thing, or I need help with something, or someone said to them, you know, this thing, oh yeah, I know this person. You just never know, but that's what nurturing a relationship is. And that does grow with time, Mm. with patience and with good marketing. Yes. And one other thing that I just want to really kind of drive yeah. home there too is consistency, like mm. setting up your funnel and enticing people into your funnel. So, you know, promoting your lead magnet, getting people to sign up is half. Of, mm. It's half of what you need to do. Yeah. The other half is you need to then send a consistent newsletter or email of some description, mm-hmm. whether that be weekly or every two weeks or monthly or whatever it is, but it needs to happen and it needs to be consistent. You don't want someone to sign up to your email list, go through your funnel, think, wow, this is awesome, and then they hear nothing from you for four months because mm-hmm. you don't send another email. Like it's the the biggest thing and the, the clients that I work with, both in my business and my day job, this is the biggest thing. It's like you must be consistent. Mm-hmm. Pick however often you're going to do it and do it and do it meaningfully. Mm. Like work out what the purpose of your monthly or 
fortnightly or whatever email is, you know, is it going to be to share a blog post? Mm. Is it going to be to share other information and resources? Is it to let people know what events and things you've got going on? Is it a mix of all of these? Like work out what it's going to look like because people love consistency. So not just consistency in how often they're going to get it, but also consistency in the content, Mm -hmm. you know, so they know when they open their email what they're going to get from you. So that's something that it's really important to consider too. How, like, plan out your whole thing. Don't just get your funnel set up and go, yay, it's done. It's, (laughs) you know, you do then have to keep in communication with people. Yeah, totally. And that communication is really uh, maintaining brand awareness as well, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what that's there for as well. And the funnel, you know, is being funneled and you are increasing people on the list. That's also what it's there for, right? So you are creating that brand awareness. You're creating new leads, new nurturing. You're speaking to new people. You know, it it is a big flow on effect, you know. And another thing it's good for as well, especially, you know, if you're noticing you're not getting as many leads come through because of everything that's happening right now, you can use it to even reward like loyalty of your clients, right? Send send them a free gift or an awesome download or something like that or mm. a 10% off or whatever it may be, you know. The, your list there of people that are actively, you know, involved with you, you may not think they're actively involved with you, but, you know, if you are checking your open rates and that, you're like, oh, look, people are opening and reading my emails. Funny that, right? <laughs> They are there and they are paying attention. So reward that. Maybe give them something and you never know what may come of that. You know, it's it's there for you to use and come up with ideas and strategies of, mm. you know, rewarding the customers, clients you already have. Mm. Why not? And and it can like if you if you do the work and you you do um treat your email list with respect, like for example, I only see, because I have a day job and my coaching business as well, I only take on six coaching clients at a time. Like I could take on more, but it's also a whole thing of I don't want to be working all the time. Like I I, I design a slow and joyful lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> so I see six clients because that's the number I want to see. And when a spot became available a few months ago, like I was finishing up with a client, they didn't want to continue on. I posted in my very next newsletter that a spot was about to become available and someone who'd kind of been on my list for a while reached out and went, oh, I think that's for me. And so, you know, just by, and that was like a thing at the bottom of my newsletter because I always have a how can we work together kind of hook at the bottom. Yeah. And, yeah, I got a client. So when one finished, I had the next one queued up and ready to go. And it was just Magic, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Like it was just because I kept nurturing the relationship with my people, sending out, and I only do monthly newsletters. Yeah. Sending it out and someone went, oh, yeah, okay. That sounds like perfect timing for me. Yeah, for sure. I love it. Um, You know, and your consistency as well. So you just never know, you know, and, and all you did for that is, you know, send out your monthly newsletter, 
nurture that, keep it going and look what happened. You know, it's it's not magic. <laughs> anyway, so moving moving on from the magicness of of email, um I would like to just have my little spiel of, you know, the copy regarding emails. Now, of course, we've got nurture sequences, we've got sales emails, we've got, you know, 600,000 types of emails, but a bit of a um, best practices, I guess. Um, your most important thing, of course, like how are we going to stand out in someone's inbox, you know? So like Mick said, you're there, your name's there. How do then we get that person to actually want to open that? We need some kind of persuasive, fun, exciting subject line. And the opening line of the email is just as important as well. You don't know what email they might be using. You don't know if they've looked at it on their phone. On the phone will show the subject and then that very first, you know, initial part of the email. So mm-hmm. both are as important as each other. Um. And I'm a big believer of if you can maximum six words in a subject line, just so it's just going to get cut off, right? So if you can try and get that impact within six words, give that a go. And think of um, action verbs as well, those action words, you know, get, do, have, play, all of those sorts of um, action words can really help, you know, open, whatever. <laughs> I'm glad I got stuck at open and I forgot yep. every other verb in the English language. Sorry. No there other verb exists. It's okay. Just open. Use the word open. There's no other words to possibly use. <laughs> so that's that. And bold, important parts of the email, right? We are all scroll heavy now. We do love to scroll slash skim you know, we're not reading every word and well, I usually do, but there's not a lot of gemmas in the world. So. <laughs> yeah, it's not, we're not all word nerds. But that's no, we're not like all word me. nerds. Sorry <laughs> to the non-word nerds out there who do skim <laughs> and scroll really fast. Bold, important words, important parts of the emails so we can catch eyeballs, right? Yes. May, and make it easy to read. And how do we do that? Okay. You taught me that trick and I (laughs) use it like it was life-changing. But tell our listeners, how do we make it easy to read? Right. I'm like, oh, hang on. Which trick did I teach? Now, this is a test. (laughs) We need to see if you get it right. No pressure. (laughs) Okay. So let's start with short sentences. Yep. So if you're reading a sentence, if you take a breath, think about hitting enter. <laughs> Full stop. Try and, yeah, try and do it like that. So if, you, if you're rereading and you've stopped to one, take a breath, that's most likely put a full stop in there and hit enter. So any anytime we're sort of reading and doing that, it generally means another sentence another sentence so when in doubt hit hit enter and ch- or chuck in a full stop first and hit enter so the shorter sentences the better mm. and keep it go line by line no one's going to read big chunks of a paragraph they can't be bothered 
you know, and it goes with how we do read now because we do scroll up. So we want mm. short sentences. So when in doubt, put in a full stop and hit enter. And that's one of the easiest ways to make something easy to read. And you pass the test. Well done. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness ask questions that's a good one because naturally you find if you think about it when you read something that's a question you kind of naturally answer it in your head like it's uh Mm. I think it's kind of just how our brains work right you know someone asks you a question you answer it you read a question you answer it so you'll find that is a really good tip of keeping someone reading ask question put in questions when in doubt put in a question mark (laughs) (laughs) Next, one topic. Do not talk about 20 things in an email. You'll lose everyone. So just keep it as streamlined as you can. Just talking about the one thing. We don't want to confuse people. Um, And then I always like to encourage a reply. You know, it's not common for people to reply, but just ask a question at the bottom and, and let them know. Hit reply and answer this question or hit reply and tell me whatever it is. So try and encourage that um, communication back as well, that engagement. Um, and there we go. That's my email copy tip. Yes. Can I can I add one other thing? And it's not just for email copy. And Please. this was something else you taught me. Because I I had a, my early career was in politics. Don't mm. hate me, please. And so <laughs> when, when I write stuff and Gemma used to, I think she used to pull her hair out over this. <laughs> when we very first started, like became friends and she <laughs> wrote copy for me and edited my stuff, like I wrote so formally, mm. like really formally. Like, you know, they are going to the, like, you know, and Gemma taught me to write as I speak. Like mm-hmm. what what's it called when you go like, instead of they are there I contractions contractions use contractions please and I have to admit even now like I will still write out my stuff and then I have to go back and and add the contractions because <laughs> I just I naturally write yeah, formally totally but yeah like that and that I think is when you lose people when you do yeah. have that formal writing so if you don't think in shorter sentences, like Gemma said, just write it all out. Yeah. Go back. Edit in your contractions. Yeah. Edit in your full stops and your new line, your line breaks. And yeah, just make it really conversational. That's yeah. what's going to keep capture and keep people's attention. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. And just to, you know, add to what, what you said as well. Don't try and do all of that when you're writing. Just write it how you normally would, you know, like you can't edit a blank page, right? And you're not going to do it once and hit send or um, schedule, right? So just get it all out and then you go back and then you, you know, turn it a bit more into copy. So then you do the edits, then you add the full stops and the enters and the contractions and the questions, right? So just get get it all out in your head, get it down on paper or keyboard, whatever it is, and then go back and do it. So don't put that pressure on yourself the first time, write it how you normally would, and then go back and make it all conversational and, you know, more copy-esque. And there you go. (laughs) Yep. So 
if you take nothing else away from this episode, <laughs> let it be email marketing is not dead. Email there we marketing go. is a fabulous tool mm-hmm. which when used correctly can really enhance your business and nurture your audience. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more about how we can give you the freedom to coach, then check out our website, www.freedomtocoach.com.au. Until next time, take care and keep on coaching.